Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. This week is officially, I think, podcast number 22, although I'm not sure we could really call last week's podcast a podcast, can we? Um, but we will anyway. Um, as per usual, James is not here, so if there's any missed, you know, have a look around, he may well miss it, as he did at Harmfeg. Again. Yeah, again. Um, we had a great little time, didn't we, last week, um, last Friday, we all met up and... Uh, did some stupid stuff to video. A, if you haven't seen that, go check it out. It was a cracking day. Absolutely it loved it. Great company, great place, although I would say that. But yeah, really, really good. That video, Gary, was hilarious. If you haven't seen that, guys, just watch it. It's absolutely... We had so much fun making it, there, didn't we? We really yeah. did. <laughs> if anybody would have been watching us, those dog walkers, if they'd seen what we were doing, they'd have chucked us out. <laughs> Do you remember that when that woman that woman came along and we were all like, no, nothing to see here, no, no, we're not doing anything, no, we're all good. Just a bunch no. of fifty-year-olds acting like brats. Move along, <laughs> nothing to see here. Yeah, it was. I, I tell you what, I, I thought it was a, a really fantastic morning. I mean, I, I'm, I'm gutted I couldn't stay with you for longer, but it was brilliant. I had such a good time, and the, and the conditions were were spot on, weren't they? Really were. Yeah, someone else that missed when we got there. We settled down for a cup of tea and we were just watching it roll in. Oh, very lovely. Yeah, and you got a, a stove out the size of an arger <laughs> to boil up some water. <laughs> Don't you mock my... Hey, your brew was done in less than 30 seconds with that, f- with it that was. flame. And, and the cow was cooked in about the same time. <laughs> he, he didn't trip over it afterwards, did he? Uh, no, no. <laughs> tripped over it as he walked in the bloody place. <laughs> I, I have I, the pastry socks on, that's why that day. For you, pastry you socks. My pastry socks were made of Cornwall pastry that, that, that morning. So keep them warm for my dinner. <laughs> oh my god. Oh now I've got to say though, speaking as a Speaking as a mountain man, it was a, a really good location considering it was flat as a pancake. Because, you know, I was all ready to not be impressed. And I've got to say, I, I was completely the opposite end of the scale. I was totally impressed. Brilliant location. Absolutely brilliant. Two and a half metres below sea level as well. You were really? Not. That's why yeah, I couldn't yeah. breathe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we're going to come on to this in a minute, but... Um, Looking at our images, we we all got. I mean, I haven't seen yours yet, Darren. To be fair, but I think I've seen one from everyone else, and we all got such different images as well from the same place, which is really interesting. Yeah. Well, I think for me, I mean, I I was really after fifteen minutes, I suppose, of being there, twenty minutes tops of actually being into the woods, I switched over to wildlife. So I only really took, I think it was only really two, maybe three images of the woods. But quite frankly, that was the best of the day because as soon as we stepped into the woods, the mist was absolutely fantastic. But I, I it, it disappeared, didn't it? Mm, within it really quickly. Because I, I, I thought to myself, that I don't know, it looks like it's lifting just a little bit, and within about five to seven minutes after me thinking that is that starting to lift it was all yeah. over it was gone yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah, recording i was recording a piece to camera and i'd started when there was mist and when i turned around it had gone yeah literally just that. went yeah. Yeah. yeah i started my two second timer and by the time it fired it had gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's why i was falling over 
So I was kind of running in the bracken, and in the bracken was fallen It was birch. funny. It was so funny. So I was kind of what running into Just fallen birch. Flailing, flailing arms in the bracken. <laughs> I was sorry, really hoping you know. that somebody vlogging it would have got him on camera rolling about in his bracken. <laughs> and an absolute miss that was, wasn't it? I can't believe none of yeah. us. Exactly. Of us Six shot. cameras and nobody got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did position myself away from you all because I knew, I know I, I was getting excited from the moment we was there. So I thought, I really need to, and I noticed Darren went on a while and I thought, kind of glad because I wouldn't want to upset you with me, you know. Oh, look at that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and well, it was getting, it, it, it I was, was getting frantic and, and I knew the mist was going to go. You could, you could just, you just could see it was going. Well, I, quick. I tell you what, in all fact, I don't know if this might even be a topic that we're going to come on to, but I, 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 I obviously shot, as I say, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of, of being in the woods before I, then I took myself off to, to, to shoot some wildlife, which didn't quite materialise, to be honest with you. Um, and then I kind of came back to and met up with you guys, which was probably about, an, I'm guessing, about an hour, an hour and 20 minutes after we first stepped into the woods. But then for me, after that, I was just more happy with the social... Oh, dear. <laughs> Oops. I couldn't bring myself to get connected with the photography. Oh! Oh, that was funny. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> Speeding up at the end. <laughs> you sounded like Steve, Stephen Hawkins. I was, chatting away, I was chatting away and you was all like that. And I thought, tossers, they're all f- about it. not doing all of that. And then I thought, no, all, all four of them are, are far too still. <laughs> I was in mid-flow. What, what were you saying? I don't Say know. What was I saying? What was I Come again. With, with, <laughs> you, pick it up from the bit where you went... Right. So, I think... <laughs> I think this might be a topic. I'm going to have to start from the beginning now. So, yeah. I think... Um, when we were talking about... Um, uh, possibly... Fuck off, you're all doing it again. <laughs> Not doing anything. <laughs> We're hanging on your every word. <laughs> yeah, but it's a long word. <laughs> right, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do this again, but I okay. want everyone just to move, right? Just so yeah. I know. They're just... Just like a screensaver, that's it. Like, you know, <laughs> towels of the unexpected, the old. <laughs> I don't mind us, you carry on. Right. Perfect, right. Get you ready. Oh, I can't remember what oh, I was talking about now. <laughs> Seriously. Ooh. Ooh. Right, I'll tell you what, I might have to. I might have to. What? Going again. Change. I might. Have I gone again? No, you're there. You're there. 
Mally, stop doing that. Stop. <laughs> Mally, Mally's going. <laughs> That's what's throwing me. Because Mally goes. <laughs> right. I'm going to change over from my extender over to my main hub. I might. Okay. You might lose me for a painful. second. Go on. We'll, 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 we'll wait for you, mate. You've got to pop this in. Yeah, Go on. yeah, absolutely. Go on. Go on. <laughs> oh, that was quick. Whoa, that. Oh, bloody hell! You've got. You seem to have turned very. Look at that. He snapped into 4K. Yeah. Excellent. Right, where were you? Right. It better be good now. Yeah. Well, no, I've, I've lost he all didn't my get the deal, did he? So when you buggered off. After the mist. Ah, so that's what I was going to say. Right, so obviously I stepped in and I, I set the vlogging camera up straight away. I, I was really kind of into the, the photography and the vlogging. And then I thought, right, I'm going to take myself off to shoot some some wildlife. And I think I was gone for about, um, I just saw Dave blink, so I know that I'm all right. I think I, then I was off for about an hour and 20 minutes. And then I come back to you guys, met up with you guys. But I think because I was enjoying the social so much, I just lost all motivation to actually shoot any more photography that day. And I think, wasn't there a topic that we was going to talk about? Was, are, are we better off? Are we more productive or creative when we're actually on our own rather than when you're in a group or a pairing or, or something like that? Because I know yeah. as soon as I come back to you guys... I, you know, we all get together every Friday. We haven't seen each other for like this for, for what, about a year. So it was so nice, you know, to actually. So I just sacked all the photography off and I just enjoyed the day. Well, I don't know about yeah. the rest of you, but I thought the photography was way more important. So I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got to say, it was it was lovely to see you all, but what a place! I, I felt so compelled, and I did want to talk to you all, but and we did. But do you, do you know what? I've, I've got to tell you something though. <laughs> do you know we're all here like this, and we're like little faces. When you all rocked up that morning, I'd already been with David, so I'd, I'd climatised to the size of his head. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if anyone else had this. But when you all rocked up, I was like, look at the size of their heads. Why are, they, why are their heads so big? I like looking you at you the mushrooms. I'm looking at you all going, look at the size of Gary's head. <laughs> I don't remember his head being that big last time I seen him. And it's because we've been on here, so when we was in real life, it was like, you all had these dead big heads. It was like, oh. I, 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 literally, I literally didn't think that at all. Did you not? Oh. No, no. Did, did no one no. think that? No, it's just no. your head. It's dead what's inside your head that's like, worrying me. <laughs> wobbly big heads everywhere. I was like, oh, can Darren... to, to be fair, Darren's <laughs> taller in real life. Yeah, yeah. I'm eight foot seven. How much sleep had you had, Mally? Yeah, uh, about an hour and a half. But I uh, didn't do it. I didn't do the drive neither. Although, yeah. having said that, I think I drove more. I, I had my foot up clutch a bit, but Dave's a Dave's a very good driver. Very good. Very good. You were you were in your element though, mate, weren't you? I, I was watching your face as you were turning each corner in that place, and you were going mental. I can still see. <laughs> I can still see groupings of trees and I know where they are. Do you know when you got us lost? I mean, do you know when we walked down? <laughs> we didn't get lost. I was taking you on a guided tour of different areas of the fen that 
you know, you well, may have not seen before. That's how, how many that's times <laughs> though did we go? Did we go to a new part of that fen? Oh, every time we turned the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. I can still see the the, the shot there uh, where we walked down. We had to double back. There was like I thought that'd make a perfect wild camp place. And and at the time it, we would we didn't think oh we had the campsite we were going to. So we, but later on when I got back, I think I said to Dave, I thought that would have made a perfect wild camp. And there was compositions there uh, of really gnarly uh, birch. Which there was only a few, a lot of them were huge, tall, straight, and you know there was these odd characters that just here and there pop up, looking a bit like. To be yeah. fair, camp camping in those woods would have been a damn sight better than that god awful campsite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, come for on. Sure. Oh. But I have to say, driving through the night and having no sleep is well worth it to watch Mally attempt a grade one scramble out of a ditch. <laughs> where he, he's not likely to make it. Uh, I had a bum. I had a bum's eye view of it. I did. It was fantastic. Yes. The, the only machine. one that I really got to witness well was when just before we got to the lake with the fallen tree and and Mally trying to get under the tree on the path. <laughs> kind of went down and he came back up slightly different angle. Went down, came back up again, slightly different angle. That I should have got on film. You should. I mean, the thing is, if if people people don't know people don't know Mally like like we know Mally. If you don't, if you've never seen him vlog, and we've seen him vlog loads of times, it would be really easy to think that Mally goes, "Oh, you know, this is fantastic, and it's it's really good, and oh, I'm having a great time." And then comes off the camera and goes, "Ah, well, yeah, whatever." Anyway, wander on. But he's not. He is literally. He's he's yeah. He's like that from the moment he steps out of the car until the moment he gets back in the car you were so excitable you he just and the joy is is just fantastic to watch no but it must have been nice Thank for you. you jay that yeah. you know that, that we that we all had like a, a thoroughly good day you know on your recommendation and your home turf yeah i think you'd have given me a right ribbon if you'd have turned up and hated the place but i i knew mally would like it anyway because it's just full of silver birch but you know, we had good conditions and that did help to be fair that mist and then that sort of that lovely soft light we got when the sun rose <clears throat> you know some of your images Dave that you posted with that light coming through is yeah. glorious yeah. really nice so I think we we struck lucky with the conditions but but yeah I think um, I was chuffed I was I was chuffed and James as well I know he's not here yet but you know James clearly wasn't over the moon about travelling all the way down to the fens was he to be fair he, he wanted to go somewhere high um, but we convinced him and he came away saying I'm coming back in the autumn so it was like yeah. brilliant you know I mean let's man. be honest out of all of us I'd say James is probably the hardest one to please you know and and, and if he likes something then you know you know that it's a success so anyway moving on because you know talking about all the images we're going to share aren't we we're going to share one of our favourite images each uh, from the day and we'll talk about what we liked about it and we'll uh, you know and then we'll all gush over it at each other and oh wow that's fantastic you know like we do uh, yes Darren can I have a wee or we... <laughs> yes yes here we go again feel free we'll come back to it in a minute <laughs> so um, so who wants you go to go first you go no first. no someone else can go first Mally you can go first let's see your image mate go on Oh, what God. you got for us? Let's see. Here we go. Is it going to work? It's going to work. 
Ha. Ah. Can I that? Yeah. The chaos. Is that full screen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is now. Yeah. So talk us through it then, Maddie. Talk us through your shot. Well, <laughs> I'd been looking at these before we got here. Do you know where the little squirrel diving boards were? Mm. Um, they're not squirrel diving boards, but there's these seats with ladders going up. I think they're hunting or shooting platforms. Uh, Jamie will tell you later. But <laughs> we got, we'd seen all this anyway, and we're walking, and I didn't expect this after. And David stopped because he saw this plethora of, tri- of silver birch. And we, we carried on walking. And, and we said, all right, yeah, Dave, we'll, we'll leave you in peace, you know, have a minute, because we've all been jibber-jabbering and blah, blah, blah. And then I saw this character, and there was a clearing. It was almost like he was going, the curtains are open. I'm on the stage. What do you think of this performance? And, and there he was, right in the middle. I thought, he's got to just go in the middle, surrounded with all these... Uh, there's just one thing about this picture, and... And it's really buggy me, and I think if I got rid of it, it would vastly improve it. And you guys tell me, you know the, on your uh, your left, I'm not sure, there's one birch that comes down lower. The ones on the edges are fine, but there's one about that far in. And it, yeah. It, left centre, left centre you're on Yes, yeah. yes, I just it, it need to get... Basically, he needs to clone out the 17th one from the left. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. But this chaos, this idea of chaos came from the idea of doing multiple exposures to overlay and make it look like there's more trees. On this occasion, I really didn't need to do anything. That was how many birch there were with this gnarly bastard in the middle. Technical term, right? I, I, tell, I like that bit because nothing's, nothing's sharp on this image. Did you reduce the clarity on this? Yeah, it's uh, just so a shit photographer. Yes, Nick on glass. Oh, no, because oh, it does. It's got it's got a lovely feel to this image. I think if this image was really sharp, I'm not too sure it would work as well. Um, but being that it's really soft, yeah. I, I think it almost looks like a photo, like a like a print. Sorry, this image. Yeah, mm. really nice, really subtle. I like the little leaves being sharp, and I like the gnarly man in the middle. Uh, where he's flailing around telling them all get in order come on guys get yourselves straight and he he's quite sharp but the rest of them uh, I've, I've, I have knocked back a little bit and just dappled the ferns a little bit you know oh it might be the way that this the screen is just presenting it to me but I'm looking at this and, and nothing is sharp but it, it looks nice not being sharp really soft really painterly yeah I, I think most of the images that we all took that morning had that sort of painterly feel to them and I think that yeah. was because it's that was reality you know the yeah. light that we had introduced oh. that sort of soft painterly feel yeah. look at that look at that nature creating that, that look at, and these little these little just dancing light yeah. you know I've done nothing to that just the little touches of light and and the collections of clusters of, of of these little leaves all day. Those little leaves were were really just wonderful dapples of 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 a of a watercolor brush. It, it was very painterly all day. Yeah. I think, mate, you've done really well to get an image from there. And I know it was 
you know, we had the light, we had the conditions, but I've walked past that so many times and I've looked at that area and really struggled to find anything to create a composition that's pleasing because it's just so busy. There's just so many, as you say, so many trees all rammed into one area. And, you know, it's difficult to create something that's pleasing to the eye because it's just a lot of trees. And I think but that I think one it's in the middle really helps you. The, the standard thought on woodland photography is try and find something that you can isolate. And Mally's gone completely the opposite and said, I don't want anything isolated. I want as much as I can possibly squeeze in. Um, and, and for that reason, it works really well. I think as yeah. well, put, put, putting, in, putting the, the main story in the centre, the main focal point in the centre worked really well. And, and you're talking about having those, having that one tree further down that you weren't sure about. I actually think if, you, if you'd have cloned it or done something with it, I don't think it would have looked natural. I think the fact, you, you don't want it too symmetrical because nature isn't that symmetrical. I mean, sometimes yeah. it is, but in, in instances like that, it isn't. You're going to have something not quite in, you know, where you might want it, but that's what makes the image, really, mm. you know? That's that's an interesting point, Gary, about woodland, because it is so busy, and there's always lots of things going on, whether they're twigs, branches, leaves, or whatever. And sometimes, you know, you can get into Photoshop, and where you'd normally do a clean-up, you'd normally sort of tidy up distractions and make sure it all, all fits and it's symmetrical. You can't really do that in woodland, because you are changing the scene completely. So sometimes you just leave it as it is, you know, and it's really only if something is just too distracting that you have to remove it because it just takes the eye. You just have to leave woodland and just accept it for what it is and, and make the composition around that, I don't want to use the word, but that chaos. You know, that's mm. what it is, yeah. Well, I love it. It's like a drone. Uh, to me, a lot of photography is, is very similar to music in rhythm and the way... So I've said this before, colours make sounds. To me, yellow has a sound. There's certain, uh, I can't explain it, there's a rhythm. And when you look at a scene, it's it's moving, it's dancing. It Sometimes you see it with water and you get this kind of uh, uh, rhythm and, and this, this noise in my head where I think, oh, the there's almost a drone sound to that image for me where it's it's quite ethereal and and there's a conversation going on many times to the point where it's so loud that the noise becomes singular so that the chaos eventually becomes one sound or in an image terms the chaos becomes eventually almost like one pattern if you like one one uh, scene and uh, I really like that. I'm going to go further into that idea. I went to Hashim not long ago and was taking shots of waves and trying to get that same idea where the movement was so chaotic that it, it was creating a constant noise uh, uh, to the point where it was so bad, it was so colossal that it became a flat image. It became quite... I don't know, I can't explain it. It's just... it's. It's in nature, everywhere. This this repeating, uh, colossal, chaotic uh, uh, vision art, where eventually it becomes so much so that it joins into being one, from this mass to being together. <laughs> <laughs> so the rule of thirds doesn't really work too well. <laughs> 
Mate, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Moving on from Rain Man. Um, is, is anyone who's not autistic got an image they want to share? Go on then. I'll have a go at mine. Right. Come on, Jamie. Show us how it should be done. Oh, here yeah. we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, is that yeah. full screen? Oh, that Beauty is, and yeah. the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, indeed. Now, this one. I did call Beauty and the Beast, you're right. And it was shot, if anybody's watched the vlog, it was shot because I filmed a bit of B-roll. I was standing, I think it was you and it was Gary and Darren, we were standing chatting and I'd put the camera down, filmed a bit of B-roll and I hadn't really noticed this this shot, this composition at all. Um, and once I'd filmed it, I looked at it, I thought there is definitely something there. And the thing that got me with this was, was that conflict between an old... It's, whether it's dead or whatever, but it's got a broken arm, you know, it's got a bit of Johnson hat hanging off of its limb. Um, and it was clearly an ugly looking birch tree, and I don't want to be unkind to birch, but it is uglier than the rest. And then on the right hand side, you've got, you know, this younger thing, it's got a lot of foliage around it, it's got some nice autumnal bracken at the bottom, and it looks a lot nicer tree. So you've got the conflict between the two of them. And I just thought that with that story, and the fact that we'd got at that point in time some really nice light that was just coming through, lighting up that that fern base uh, on the bottom, and and again we've got that change in colour and change in season coming through, giving some interest to the uh, to the base of the scene, and then those trees in the background just looking on, um, and it was a story there, and it just it just worked to to, to me and. You know, I haven't done a great deal with it. I've sort of put a few radial filters on to bring out some of the light in the middle and uh, brought the, the the oranges and the yellows out a little bit just to enhance that autumnal feel. Um, you know, knock the texture and the clarity back a bit. Um, uh, you know, that's about it really, it is what it is. But I just thought that that scene to me just, just captured, you know, a story. And that's what I liked about it. I think as Darren was saying, I think as Darren was saying again, it's the fact that it's not, especially through to a background, it's not sharp, uh, that, 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 that makes the image almost, you know, if, if everything is in sharp focus, there's too much there, there's too much. But because, yes. because those trees at the back are just, for me personally, the trees at the back make the image. If they weren't there, if that was something else, the image wouldn't be as strong. And it's just, yeah, the fact that they are just there in that sort of painterly style that, that really makes the image. If they were really standing out to you and sort of contrasting and sharp, you'd lose the attention on the foot, on the front too, which is what it's all about, really. Yeah, they didn't want to be too distracting, did they? They just no. want to complement it rather than being distracting because effectively that is in the middle of the image. So normally your eye is drawn there. And if you had something too distracting in the back, it is going to distract from these two characters here, which to me were the whole point of taking the shot. So it's an opera. It's an opera going on. There's a there's a performance, and you're like at the back of the stage, looking out at the audience. It's, it's, very, it's very similar to yours again, Mally, in that respect <laughs> that you've got a real star of the show, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your work. Any questions? <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, for those of you who have work set later. 
for those of you on the podcast we've just the, the picture's gone so yeah Jamie went no no more no more picture well you'd, you'd finished looking at it so yes. next right. come on in uh, Darren let's have a look at yours mate oh yeah Darren because yeah, we've all fun, we've all seen everyone else's haven't we but we uh, haven't seen Darren's yet so this is well, going to be a let's see right hey up hey up there gonna... we go he's in boom straight Ooh. away boom right yeah. well this don't know if I can nice. well this image well this was the first image that I took I was literally there for I don't know it must have been about five minutes kind of stepping onto that pathway and after this particular image, I think I only took a further two, which I've not even really looked at, or certainly not processed yet. So, I, th as I say, yeah, this was the first image from the day. And I'm not, I mean, it's an okay image. Um, I, I like, what I really liked about this was, I like the trees, giving it the, the frame. Framing, um, yeah. And I, I, especially the, the, the tree, as I'm looking at the screen, uh, it's the right hand side the, 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 the upper right hand side of this image where the real heavy tree is is framing the image what I don't like about this um, as I'm looking at it is the bottom left with that horizontal tree that's obviously snapped off and I did think about clo not I think about cropping this image to actually lose that but then I kind of almost like the very the symmetry of the of the other overhanging tree on the on the left hand side of this image. Um, so I decided in the end to kind of keep it almost as shot three by two, and leave that that small horizontal branch on the bottom left hand side. And also with this, I did do a little bit of split toning. That as it came off the camera, the mist was very golden uh, very yellowy and i use some split toning just to cool down uh the highlights to almost like a, a green a very pale greeny color but i'd be quite interested to find out what your opinion is on that um that fallen tree well two two things for me that when you when you when you have people sort of trying to give you tutorials and teaching you how to take images and they say about framing an image frame it frame an image make a natural frame that there is how you make a natural frame it's subtle and it isn't it isn't overdone you know often you'll see people get a whacking great tree and they'll put it over the side with it you know and it looks ridiculous but that doesn't in terms of the the fallen tree i actually quite like it you could be, yeah you see you could say it's a distraction but i like it i like the fact that it's there and it's it's just that's part of nature and that's what's happened and it's like if that wasn't there no one would know it no one would know that it it, it was there you know if you cloned it out correctly but i just think it it, it works really well yeah i think you see the, the very the center tree on this the very kind of white silver birch I think that naturally your eye naturally lands on that and it naturally stays right in the center of this image but it's that i don't know my eye keeps wandering off to that fallen branch that fallen limb on the left however i said when i crop it i do lose then the framing on the top left hand side and so out of the two because you've uh, admittedly you guys have not seen that the two crops but out of the two 
I just felt that I would rather have that little bit of framing with the on the left hand side and that fallen branch than than crop it out. For me, the 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 problem is, I think you're right, Darren. If you crop it, you then lose the balance in the image because it's yeah. too too heavy on the right. But when you've noticed that branch, you can't unsee it. Exactly. And I yeah. would I would probably have a go at cloning it. If it was my image, I would don't do my you best. Think, though, to clone you clone, it. Don't you think if you clone it out, it's a bit too perfect? Clone, like, clone it or crop it? What was you? No, clone. clone. I would clone I, I all day try, long. I did try cloning it, and I know I was zoomed in when I cloned it. But you see, I'm really nervous about cloning stuff because I'm always worried that when you're doing it, you get behind it and you get invested in it. And you think that's fine. And then a fresh pair of eyes looks at an image, and it's really obvious. I get really nervous about cloning <laughs> something that, that's enough. quite that's quite complicated to cl- clone. If it was a dust spot or something very you know on a on a very flat background, I'd have no problem. But with this, yeah, I did try, and it. No, I think for me, you see, if that's right. if that's cloned out, your eye isn't even remotely drawn to that side of the image. And the yeah. balance is beautiful, and your eye then moves into the centre of the clearing, to that lovely area in the middle, which is yeah. where the magic is happening. And your eye isn't getting pulled out like Dennis Wise. Oh, I'm looking both ways at once. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I'm I'm tempted to say leave it because it is what it is. It's part of the scene. It's part of what you saw. And I know that I get your point about a distraction, but. I guess it's depending on what you want to do with this image, really, because you know we're criticising it or critiquing it, sorry, from a photographer's perspective, knowing that you know technically there's a distraction there. But the average viewer that looks at this is going to see a lovely, misty, beautiful scene in the woods, and they're not really going to be bothered by that tree on the left-hand side. So you see, it works like a flipper. Oh, sorry. Oh, seriously, seriously, right? There's there's movement again. There's rhythm in an image. If you start over here on your right, where you've got the heavier branches framing it, yeah, they curve round, they arc round, and it gets less and smaller. And you drop down, and that tree throws you back in, and it's almost like a circle, a cycle. You get Assuming t- you read from right to left, though, doesn't matter. Naturally, eyes, we read eyes. from left to right. Well. There's no writing here, so in an image, my eye is drawn to the heavy framing in in the right, and that then throws me off to the left, and then the flipper tree, the tree then throws me back into the middle, and it's a circle, and it keeps going, and I've been sat here not saying anything, because it's been happening over and over again, I keep looking at the image, I get taken to the right, I get tucked to the left, and then the fallen tree brings me back in the middle, and so it continues, it's beautiful. That's E flat right. for you. That's right. Yeah, that, that's interesting. And it's interesting that we have got different views on an image. But I think, and as I say, and we're all entitled to have them views and stick to them views. But I'm very much the opinion of Dave, or Dave's very much the opinion of me that once you see that fallen tree, I can't unsee it. And it, and I can't it, see. And, it. And, and it and it yeah. does. It oh, hello, James. Need. Hello. Oh, evening, hey, chaps. Sorry to hey, interrupt. Hey, James. Yeah, you missed the mist. Oh, no, here it James, is. James, this oh. is mist, in case you're wondering. <laughs> right, go on, James. What are you thinking? Okay, I think it's it's a wonderful image. It really is. All right, stop But you, you, you mentioned <laughs> it is nature. 
But as photographers, we can play around with nature, can't we? And compose uh, to make a, a shot as beneficial or better as possible. For me, it goes, it cropped. It needs to be cropped. It's it's a distraction and it's on the edges as well. I think if you work, you crop yourself in to the third tree. Yeah, that's where I crop. See the third it. tree. That's got a bit of contrast in the back. So I think it will still balance. If you bring it in from the left-hand side, it will still be balanced with a lovely overhanging uh, foliage here on the right-hand side. More. Th that, for me, is more pleasing. I, I can hear what you're saying, James, and that's exactly what I did. But it, it, I think Dave's right. I think, you know, to... I think I'm going to try and clone that out because oh, I, I, th I think it, I think it, the image works better with the framing, but the fallen tree cloned out. When I have cropped it, it just doesn't. It feels very much lopsided to me. It feels very kind of unbalanced. But anyway, that's. I think I've taken up enough time of of, of this photo. So. Oh, that's shit. what I wanted to take anyway. But a bit late at party. How do yeah. I? Oh, stop share. There we go. There you go. And, and here's James. James is here. Hello, mate. How are you? Hello, I'm fine. Thanks very yeah. much. Well, who's Mine's next? Pipe, so James. let's have a look at Dave. Oh, Who have you got first? Okay. Share screen. So that's the one that I'm putting forward as my favourite from the day. Oh, I like that. Now, the thing is that I did have one with a shaft of light running through diagonally with some mm. out-of-focus bracken in the, just in the very bottom in the foreground. Um, and it was a lovely image, and people engaged with it on social media, which I've now binned off, because they don't know what they're talking about. But <laughs> it was too easy, it was too cheesy, it was too much of a, oh, look, there's a shaft of light, you know, get your phone out. Oh, that's Instagram-worthy. Um, for me, this one I prefer... Um, but I have done quite a lot of work on it. I like the asymmetry of the the twin thin in the background and then this one kind of dead centre and then a big fat one to the right. And it, it really breaks all the rules because the, the centre line across horizontally is the difference between foreground and background. Um, and I took quite a few versions of this at the time and luckily the light really didn't change very much so I was able to pick and choose uh, but for me it was all about the contrast of the foreground bracken giving you a really strong foreground I've autumn effect in between the trunks in the background um, being careful not to allow the autumn effect to overrun the birch bark uh, and uh, so it is it, bottom line it's heavily processed but all of my images are heavily processed because I don't care that's it really thank you very much that's, right rip it apart that's the lovely thing about the image though David uh, straight off straight away to look at it you wouldn't say this was overly processed that's down oh, to skill you. yeah beautiful I, I, I tried to make it as unobvious as possible but I'm sure there are things that somebody better than me would be able to pick up on I mean, for me, normally I'd say that sky at the top there is a bit bright, but it works really well because it's it's almost symmetrical with the with the fern at the bottom. So the discoloured fern matches the sky at the top, 
it's kind of a balance, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's what you went for, but... Uh, yeah, no, absolutely, really you're absolutely right, Gary. Actually, I've cropped a chunk of sky from above that because it, yeah. was, it was too much. Uh, and the, the sky that's there is tolerated. It, it's there just like, you know, don't get in my face. I'll let you off this once. But... Yeah, it, it, if I could have got rid of it completely, I would have, to be I honest. I think it balances that, Dave. I think it balances yeah, the, it, with this Yeah, but also it accounts for the light source. It, it yeah, makes yeah. sense yeah. of the light in the very far background, because without mm. that, the very far background would almost look a bit comical. Mm. Have you applied radio filters or anything on the front, Oh, Dave? my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of them. And I got me, I've got a, a tablet and a, a, a stylus... And I, I have literally, I've, do you know what? I was just about to point at my own screen. You can't see that. Um, and I, you can't see the cursor. But even little highlights on the bracken leaves, yeah. a, a high, a, you know, there are tiny little brush strokes all over the place yeah. Yeah. where I've used my stylus. I mean, this is, I'll be honest, this is a good two or three hours of processing this one image. Wow. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. But it shows, mate, it, it shows because it lifts. You know, as you say, that little bit of work you've done just makes that foreground lift because effectively, apart from that, the the orange fern in the middle, the rest of it is just green fern. So without that light hitting the top of them, it would just be a mass of just green, really. So you've brought out that contrast, haven't you, by doing that? But now the reason I ask yeah. because I think that the natural light that you were saying coming through, um, look, it, the whole thing does look natural. So even though you've applied the radial filters. I think sometimes when when you can apply radio filters, it could look a little bit unnatural if it's not balanced with the light source and it's not coming in the right direction. Um, but you know that to me just looks natural, even though you have applied the radio filters. Um, Cheers, I'm not, not, not going to critique it. I think it's, I said to you before, there's a cracking image. And interestingly, I've seen that I look. I took the same forked trees with the dark tree, but from a 90 degree angle from where you are. I think. Ah, right. Um, okay. So it's interesting, you know, looking at it from that side. Yeah, love it. Well done, okay, mate. well that that's me. Thank you very much, folks. I'll just scuttle off now. Stop <laughs> sharing. So James, do you wanna do you wanna show us yours, mate? Yeah. Okay. So I was late to the party. The mist had gone. Ideally, yeah, I could do with a bit of less mist. But I think I just love the attitude of this tree. And I just love. And I, what appealed to me is obviously the tree, but the little splashes of. Um, discoloured bracken as well. I think and that's what does the, it. Yeah, the, the bracken which is leading you up, which is out of focus at the bottom. <clears throat> but it's all about the character of the tree. And I had to move around, you see, uh, because I wanted a bit of separation between the branches, you know, the left and the left and the right and branch. There needs to be separation there. It's 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 almost like a character. And I introduced the branch on the left hand side that's slightly weaving, creating frame in itself and also on the right hand side in a far distance I made sure there's some separation and I just like the contrast between the character of the tree in the front and the background vertically it's all my, almost like it's been placed on a on a, on a grid um, but yeah this was this. do you know what this was my very last shot on my Canon 5D Mark III my very last Ooh. shot so wow. sentimental as well so yeah special memories yeah I remember oh, yeah. when we this is we talked about it before you came, you James. You when we got double back. When we got lost, I mean, yeah. when Jamie t we doubled back. <laughs> yeah, this was at Jamie. the end. Yeah. This was at the end of yeah, that, that path. It was yeah. wonderful. 
Sorry. No, I was like, it's then splashes of yellow as well. That, yeah. that yellow and burnt oranges that um that I like about this shot. I think with, without them little touches, I don't think it would be quite as good, if I'm honest, as without effective. it. As yeah. effective, that's what that's the word I was looking for. It'd be nice in autumn when the brackets yeah. really turn bronze. I don't think that'll be far away until that happens with the way that was turning when we were there. I no. think we're only a few weeks away from It's that all very early this year, isn't it? Mm. It is early, yeah. I, mm. I mean, it's around here, it's a good six weeks early than normal. Is it? It's a bit worrying. Yeah. It's going to be a long winter. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm overdoing my stairs. Oh, we're just cantering <laughs> through <laughs> the album. Oh. I had to show this, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just noticed this cathedral effect there, and I thought, it needs a bit of a foreground interest, so there you go. I've introduced myself a bit of a selfie there. Put, don the old orange coat. Green and orange, always good colour combination. It's Kruger-esque. And Kruger. Yeah, it's Kruger-esque. <laughs> it's yeah. crude. It's the worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There nice. you go. You share my Brilliant. Screen. How do I do that? Stop sharing. Very good, Brilliant. very good. But yeah. Um, so who have we got mate. left then? Yeah. Well, this is the one that I chose. You see that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I like nice. that. Yeah, that's <clears throat> and I, I went it's back to subtle. I went back subtle. today, actually, weirdly enough, and I, and I realised I think the thing that I like to do is shoot the birches from a distance. So when 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 you're in amongst them, it's very there's a lot of depth to the shot. And I quite like that. I, I feel this shot's quite 2D, quite flat, because mm. I'm stood quite a long way back and I'm shooting it at about, I don't know, 150 mil. And all of those birches, those front birches are almost all lined up. And I, I kind of felt like the, the for me, the, the, the leaves are a bit like, like um, bunches of balloons, if that makes sense. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the, the, the way that I wanted to put it across. It's like the white of the birches. Probably, if I was re-editing it now, I'd probably make those birches a bit whiter, the, the the trunks. But I didn't want it. I wanted to have it very low contrast. I didn't want it punk, too punchy. It's very Japanese layering. There's there's almost like slats and slats and slats for me. Of you could almost say that it they're like uh, prints on glass. There's so much. You say it's flat, Gary. But there's a hell of a lot of depth. I, I really like that image. I really like it. it. I think I, you know. <clears throat> I think there's so much kind of the, the, there's so many green leaves in that, with then them really kind of subtle silver birches in the middle. I think that's a fantastic. And the more I like it, the more I look at it, the more I like it. And can I just say that going back to Mally's shot and then looking at obviously this shot, Gary, and then obviously um, James, the one before, I realised that. When I said to you, Mally, oh, it's I like it because it's not particularly sharp. I think it's the way I'm viewing it because James's shot didn't look particularly sharp, sharp when I looked at it on on my computer. But if this is if this isn't sharp, gal, what I'm looking at, I love it if it's not sharp because I don't know. It's just I, I love when you some sometimes the woodland when you 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 um you take away the clarity I don't know it just gives it a more painterly feel and yeah that's what I'm trying I, to do I think yeah. this is a cracking image this for me the, the shot would work really good as a, a large print because it's one of those images which you're not going to appreciate as much uh, online such as Instagram 
Uh, it needs to be on the wall. You need to enjoy the the the, the detail. Similar to your shot, Molly. The the, the chaotic. Have you shown that already? Have I missed, yeah. missed that? Yeah. So, yeah. Very similar to that. Lots of detail. Missed it. Yeah. Is this a panoramic, Gary? No. All right. Not one panoramic was taken on that trip. You did well. Yeah. Mm. Proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that patch of um, the leaves on the the silver birch on the left, with the few yellow ones coming through, and you, I don't know whether you brightened it up at all, but that really helps it, doesn't it? That that helps that composition because if it if it had been all green, it would have been nice, but because you've got a few yellow ones in there, it just lifts that bit. Yeah, I, I think really what, what stands out from all of these images, though, is how we were all stood almost shoulder to shoulder, socially distanced, of course, in the same location. And yet we all saw different things and we all produced quite markedly different things. Different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Even given but, that we were pointing our cameras. When you, when you look, things. when you when you think about woodland and it is oh like you know how do we kind of separate the chaos how do we kind of focus in on one thing so it's not well I must admit my two favourite images have been Mally's and, and Gary's and they've been nothing but chaos it's just been yeah. crazy but they just work they just work so well just a, a huge huge blank or a huge canvas of just yeah chaotic but there's still balance, though. There's yeah, still balance. Yeah, They're not, not chaotic grey. They're still balanced throughout. It's interesting, actually, because I was, I was thinking about this today. I've been out to Home Fen again this morning, and I was thinking oh, there were... There were, there were yeah, oh. sorry. There were, there were a lot of, of vloggers now who were concentrating more and more on woodland. We've got nowhere um, to go down south. Well, no, I... See, no. <laughs> I think... I have a theory on this, and I think that... Yeah. Because still because of COVID and because of the the lockdown, more and more people or, or less people are feeling they can go to the to the, the real national parks and places like that, and they're going out and they're exploring woodland, and so you get a lot more woodland vlogs and woodland images, and and I think we're all the better for it. To be honest with you, it's like when yeah. you go out to wherever you go if you go to you know going back to you go to a lone tree whatever at, at Clamberis or you go to you know um, Bleetarn or you go to whatever you're kind of pigeonholed into a shot aren't you but look at that look at where we went and there are I bet you all of us could have had another 15 10 15 images that we'd taken or that we'd looked at from that one small place the and I think that's the yeah. beauty of that place is it's so big and there's so many areas to go you've got dense silver birch where you shot that chaos shot and then you've got the clearings and then you've got as you said earlier on you've got areas that are, are not silver birch you know you've got a few oaks and there's a few um scots pines dotted around as well so there's so much to explore in that area you could literally but, spend but I, I, I think time. i think you're absolutely right jamie but gary's point about the locations as a result of the circumstances of this year are much more egalitarian now in that we have a situation where you can go out and people are really thinking about what they can do on their doorstep and so you're seeing an increasing number of really good shots on a doorstep that's required somebody to think about it to work harder 
and think, oh, no, I can't jump in the car and go to a honeypot location. And the photography hasn't suffered. And in a lot of respects, it's better because people are able to make more of what's on their doorsteps. And I hope that that's something that comes out of the sort of thing that we've all been up to that people are going, oh yeah, I've got a bit of woodland, I could go and shoot that, I've got some ideas now, and I'm not going to feel so negative about it. And okay, yes, now we can travel a bit, things are easier. But if people feel happier that what they've got within an hour of where they live is of more interest, I think that's a good thing. And I, mm, I look forward definitely. to seeing more stuff. I've always said that. Totally I've, agree, al I've always been an ambassador for that since the very first day I picked up a camera many many years ago I've always shot within 10 miles of my house I've always done it Crank Hill uh, is a fine uh, example of, of that when I've had photographers who are well established saying where is this can you give me the directions I'm like it's Crank Hill <laughs> to me it's Crank Hill which is funny to me because it's just a nothing but I don't see it as a nothing. But people who live local, Crank Hill's a nothing. But to me, Crank Hill is a very special place. It, it's, a, it's an escape from from the roads and the popular, the populace, the people, the houses, and it and it's it's a mile and a half away. Same with other places local to me. And I've always I've always said that. So to see people doing this now, I think. Uh, it's only going to do what you're saying, Dave. It's only going to improve their eye. It's only going to improve the way they see the world we live in. And that's surely got to be a good thing. Surely people mm. are going to start realising they need to take more care of the world we live in because it's it's lo even local people are picking up rubbish. And that never used to happen. People would just throw rubbish and leave it. Or now people are going out. And, and, and I'm, yeah, I am selfish. I want the place to myself. But I'm seeing people who are starting to love the environment local to them. I know there's been a lot lately saying about the Lake District and destruction and wild camping and Snowdonia and people parking. And But I do think eventually, I, I'm a positive person, that this nature will eventually soften the hearts of people. Ah, uh, yeah, but the reason I want people to shoot local is so they don't come to Snowdonia. <laughs> exactly. Come on, and clear off and stay away from Lake District. <laughs> Sorry. The, 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 other, the other poor side, as I mentioned it earlier in the vlog, is because people can't travel, they, they're, they're coming into the Lake District more Snowdonia, more and look at the impact. That's what I have fear because next year, if they get a taste how beautiful it is, i.e., yeah, Wastwater, yeah. where it's usually barren, remote. And it's full of little kids on dinghies, lighting mm. campfires, and that just ruins it for me. Literally. Yeah. Get away. Maybe they'll see the error of the ways, I'm saying. Maybe nature will help these people. What, like will. create a big sinkhole and just swallow them all? Just make them conscientious, make them more... A tidal wave runs across Waswar and <laughs> wipes them out. Hey, if that, them screes give way, and I've seen this, I've had <laughs> this vision <laughs> with no sleep, I'd seen the screes give way and a 30 foot high wave just <laughs> could happen. Yeah, so moving on, James asked a question. Uh, you said, Are we more creative on our own, and do we feel we produce better images? Now, I assume this is quite relevant, seeing as we all got together 
at Holm Fen. So, you know, do you want to talk about that, mate? Yeah, it's, it's interesting actually because you say we all got together, but we all went as little separate ways. And why is the reason for that? I just think if you're speaking from personal, um, so personally, if I'm with someone, then I'm conscious I'm with someone, and I want to have a conversation with that person, and I don't like uncomfortable silences, so I'm, I'm conscious of that. I want to keep conversation flowing and that in itself distracts me because when I want to focus and compose a shot I want to be in the zone so I want I want to be on my own in the zone focusing and concentrating on what I have to do saving the ozone and that's yeah and that's basically it that's basically it if I'm on my own a bit of solitude my own time free to focus on what I want to do throw a curveball Throw a curveball in for you though, James. What if you're with people who are exactly the same? They're, if they're exactly the same as me, then they'd do their own thing as well, wouldn't they? And that's when we it won't works. Be together. That's when it works. When you can go out with someone and there's an understanding, a quiet understanding about the art of photography and you can just do your own thing and come back later whenever there's no pressure or worry. I'm going to mention my mate Mikey. Um, can go out with Mikey and we could be separated for an hour. Uh, or sometimes we can just be side by side talking absolute bollocks for an hour. But Yeah, um, and it's good like, those things. A like-minded, well, an doing, understanding, yeah. Yeah, exactly, they understand each other. I mean, we did the same, didn't we, Mally? We went we to... Did. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, great Mel Fell. Great Mel Fell. We did his own thing. God, I don't think we've seen each other for two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then we joined back at the end. Well, there was a chat about. I think there were people. There were different people acting different ways. So, like, for instance, take let's take Jamie and Darren, for instance. So when when I meet up with Darren, it's very much we meet up, we have a chat. Darren goes off and does his own thing, and then we come back and we have a chat at the end. Right, that's pretty much how it goes. We we, we kind of go off and do our own thing. But when I go out with Jamie, for instance, we we don't really. Sp- separate much do we we're, we're very much sort of we'll 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 both be focusing on taking shots but we're not a million miles apart from each other whereas if i go out with darren for instance darren like we, we went to wells i remember going to wells on sea and darren was gone and i was like where's he gone and he, he'd gone off into the woods sorry uh, to i don't do that yeah no but that but that's i just Have think it it's different it's I'm just far more sociable than Darren. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, I feel. No, I just think different people act in different ways, and you're right. I think James. Some people they want to be off. You know, you want to go off on your own. When I first started photography, for me, it was a really solo. I thought it was a solo pursuit. I didn't think. Yeah. I didn't think so anything about solo. making friends. I didn't think anything about going out and taking photographs with anybody else. I just thought, go off on my own, take some photos, come back, process the photos. All's good. So you know for me it's been brilliant to find out that other people are interested in photography and you can make friends but when you're out and about and you're doing it different people act in different ways i guess but i do think see a a couple of things here so so firstly when say like you and i you just refer to you and i gal when we went out and i go off that's how i know that i feel comfortable around you if i if i didn't feel comfortable in your presence or any of you 
I think, well, I better not go because they that rude. person would see that as rude. Yeah. But because I know that we're all photographers, I know if I just disappeared or you disappeared, I'd just be thinking, oh well, Gal's Gal's gone um, because he wants to go and take that particular shot. So, I so I think that's fine. And not the same as like me and Dave when we go when we go out, you know. Like I mean, Dave will go off, I will go off, and then we'll we'll come back. And I'm I'm happy to shoot with the six of us. But I feel that photography, I'm more productive when I'm either on my own or in a pair. But when there's, say, the six of us or four of us or six of us, I think I'll get too excited about actually catching up with you guys. So all I want to do then is just have a chat. And my photography then gets on, put on the back burner. You did which, is not, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. That means because I really afternoon. enjoy your company. Yeah, I noticed that, Darren, in, in the afternoon, and I, and I felt like uh, um, uh, it was good that we were f we'd finally talked because because we're so I don't want to say we're all so good together, but you know <laughs> we all went off and eventually met back at that one place. But yourself, after in the afternoon, you was a different you. Oh, you was a different photographer. Did anyone hear that then? It was me, it, sorry, carry it, on. Everybody heard that. <laughs> you was a different photographer. You, you was no longer a photographer, I should say. You was my friend and, and yeah. we could have a chat. And it was the end of the day then though, so... Yeah, we, and that's we what wind, I mean. We, we go down. away and focus in our own little zone, yeah. but then we're all comfortable, as we did on yeah. that day. yeah. That's wonderful. Chat about experiences and, and life's problems. But it's also <laughs> it's fair good. to say one of the best moments was when we were by the lake, oh. and I was trying to do a long exposure, and you lot were stamping around. Yeah, the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and you were but making James a coffee. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but there we were. Mally was doing a time lapse. We all had something going on, and yet we were all, you know, barely socially distanced. So, you know, yeah. you pay your money and take your choice. Oh, yeah, none of us have been ill. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I've ever been out with people um, on a meetup, it, photography, if I get some shots out of it, that's more of a bonus. You know, that means that I've managed to get some stuff because really for me it's about spending some time with the people and if I can get some shots out, it's a bonus. But I think what was interesting when we, when we walked into the thing, and we got over that fallen log that Mally fell over and we started to just go into the misty area. We all separated out immediately. There wasn't a, right, I'm going to do this, you're going to do that. It was like we just immediately went our own yeah. ways. And, and everybody just accepted that because we knew that we went into autopilot. Effectively, we went into, mm. right, there's a shot, there's a composition, I'm going to go and take it. And everybody accepted it. And, and you're right what you said earlier on, Mally, because there's that mutual respect between, you know, photographers and vloggers. We know what we're there for. We know what we're going to do and we just get on and do it. But if you are with somebody that you haven't met before or, you know, as you said, Darren, it's not a photographer, you just feel uncomfortable and you feel yeah. as though you, you should be paying them more attention than, um, than what you, you're there to do, which is to take some shots. Yeah. I you think know. it's interesting <laughs> because you see people doing collaborations on YouTube and very often it comes across as well we're doing a collaboration because we each think there'll be some mutual benefit but it's so awkward and you Mut can tell mutually that, you know, beneficial like, was exactly what i was going to say mutually oh. beneficial not because they're friends it's mutually beneficial carry on no no but that's it and and yet it's stilted and awkward and 
clearly they haven't gauged each other very well and we've all seen them and I you know I, I think you make a good point Jamie when you pitch up and it's like oh conditions are good right well I'm just moseying this way no one's going to question it I'm not going to no question you moseying that there's way there's no do you mind if I shoot over here what are you going to go where are you going no um, you no, get there and you just go, you're, you're, you're all gone and no one bats an eyelid. That's how yeah. you know you're amongst friends yes. and you're amongst other photographers. No explanation needed. Does, Does anyone feel as un- equally uncomfortable vlogging with each other, side of each other? I don't feel uncomfortable vlogging, but I just don't. I think the only time I've ever vlogged when I've been out with any of you guys is with Darren. Um, and not every time. I think only one sort of. We did vlog at Nanguinant. Yeah. But there have been times we've gone out where I haven't, or I've truncated it, and it's almost because uh, I'd I'd rather the uh, yes I want to take stills, but then the extra time that I have available is oh I'm out with somebody, let's enjoy that. So I tend not mm. to vlog as a rule. You'll know when we went last week. I didn't vlog. We, we were talking, I was talking with Jamie when we were there last week and we were saying that sort of, I don't know, maybe a year ago Jamie would be vlogging or Darren would be, any of you guys and I'd be in the background pissing about and and we were saying that I think it's it's a it's a sign of how we've grown as, as friends and we've grown as vloggers that now we've just grown up well except for Manny uh, you know but that's acceptable it's okay Manny don't worry but you kind of like Jamie was doing a piece to camera while I was like literally what 10 feet away and I just stood and thought you know what I'm just going to let him do it I'm just going to let him do his piece to camera finish it off get it done because you know if I'm wandering around and, and sort of taking a piss it's interfering with his time so it's kind of like, I know. That's that's a really good point. I I, I have to apologise now publicly. This week I went to a summit that that three of us went to, or attempted, and I watched each of our videos back from this particular summit in uh, Snowdonia from about this time last year. And at the end of Mally's, he's doing his civvy sign-off, and I'm stood behind him giving it this. <laughs> and ah, oh, missed that one. But I wouldn't do it now. I, I realise how disrespectful it was, and oh. I shouldn't have done it. And no, uh, so no. you make a good point, Gary. I, I've grown up a lot in the last twelve months, and I'm sorry, Mally. Everyone expects it of you, though, Mally, and not in a bad way. <laughs> I, I, I just blend it in. I just blend well, it in. Well, 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 I mean, Mister Davis, you know, introduced himself on mine, didn't he? Yeah. Can I just it's say, when it. you're fifty feet away from a James Burns, and he's in full floor. And you know there's a gap in the bushes in the trees. It was Bigfoot in distance. It was too irresistible. It was just a compliment. I knew in my mind. I thought if he if he does get this, because your camera your camera wasn't actually pointing that way, so the wideness of the camera. And I and I looked and I thought I'm not going to get in it. And then as I started walking, I thought no, I am. I'm in. I'm going to get in. <laughs> when, when we were in the mountains Sorry, and Mally was vlogging, Mally was giving it waxing lyrical to his camera and Darren wasn't even filming and he turned around and said, will you shut, shut up? up. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That, that, I tell you what, that's, that's one of the things that happens a lot though, especially when you're together and you're vlogging, 
because you'll be chat you'll be chatting to someone and then and then you'll be turned around taking a shot and they'll go I really like this tree over here, and you go, yeah, yeah, and you will like, show They're vlogging. They're vlogging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did the same. Remember, I'm a vlogging in front of that selfie. A lot of times, you go, you bloody shut up. You're chatting away. Distracting me. Dave, sorry, I've, I've got to pull you up on something you said earlier on. You just said that we've we've all matured and we've all grown up. <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen the clip <laughs> of the dad's army footage? Really? Yeah, <laughs> we've grown up. We, have we, we haven't, have we? At all. Do, you, do, you know, do you know what? When <laughs> when I played that back, and at the time, I thought, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm acting this quite well. This is quite good. And when I played it back, you three hamming it up at the end there, yeah. James, Darren, and Jamie, bloody hell, what was yeah. that all about? I'm, I love it. I'm dram or what? <laughs> really, we were really in character, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing action man. Anyway, another another topic of conversation that that we were going to talk about, which is, and I think this is a it's a really good one for for photographers and everyone out there. Uh, is about instinct, photographer's instinct. Jamie brought this up and he said, when when you don't have the time to think and compose, can you spot an image sort of to make instinctively? Uh, is it something you learn or does it come naturally? And I, I want to really quickly say here one thing before we start. If you think it comes naturally, go back to your early shots and look at them. And then that will show you that it doesn't come naturally. No, it didn't come naturally. Yeah, it yeah, does come that, naturally yeah, now as experience grows. Yeah, but that is an instinct. That's learning. So you've learned, you've learned what works, and you've learned what doesn't work, and then you go out and you can see it now because you've spent the time and the experience learning it. Yeah, so it's, well, it's more muscle memory now. Down, muscle then. memory, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 End of Next conversation. Subject. Second nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that one done. Yeah. No, someone might, dis- someone Thanks, might disagree. That was a good someone, one. Someone might disagree, but I just say, go. If if I go back now, you know, I was out today and I uh, said it three or four times, and there's there's a shot down looking back down a sort of long track, like to shoot down south. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I was looking back down. Why long... did we invite him, Jay? Uh, it's your uh, fault. Right. We should have well, gone north. Really I told you we should have gone north. bringing the numbers. The, the one place in the whole back. of the south that's worth taking a photograph of. <gasps> <laughs> but I was I was looking down this long track and I thought, you know what? Two years ago, that would have been the shot. Because it's because it's the obvious one. Leading line, off to a vanishing point, looking down the track, trees either side, I'd have done it portrait mode, and that would have been it. And I'd have gone home really happy. And I turned round and shot like literally 90 degrees at a load of trees that look really complicated and that's learning that's that's ah. go on then ah. but something magical happens you go full circle and you'll get that shot again with the path and the trees and you'll do it differently and you'll do you it put better. yourself in the middle of it make a selfie something happens where there's, there's a circle of pro- it's it's almost like um, the circle of life, life. the circle of fortune it just happens where you every you'll, week you'll go back to I took a shot of a tree shaded by the sun dropping behind it I still love that shot but it's very amateur to me now looking back I think would I take that same shot now but actually I reckon full circle 
if I went back and the cornfields were doing the same colour, I think I could go back and tech it and, and get closer and tighter angle and make more of it. So yeah. don't discount your past. Go back to shots. But this time you'd make more time, you'd put more thought into it, wouldn't you? You'd fine-tune your composition. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just I have you to would. say, I, I think <laughs> illustrating what Mally's <laughs> just knowledge. said, illustrating what Mally's just said, Mally put out a video not long ago where he popped up to Crank Hill on a stormy evening and one or two of the images up to the lone tree at the top were classic, oh, there's a path, there's a leading line. And I'll tell you this, they were nothing like what he was putting out 12 months ago, the same composition. Mm-hmm. They were completely different. They were a path, but... My God, they were good. The, the, and it's because of that, put to the side. I yeah, and and yeah. and a whole heap of other things, James. That whole the processing, the shading, the the lights and darks, all of it was so subtle and powerful. And that's what you do when you when you come back to it with yeah. the knowledge that Gary's talking about. And he's absolutely right. It's not instinct, because the instinct is oh, there's a path. Ooh. Stick my camera around this way and shoot it. Happy days. And back in the day, you would be happy with it. But none of us now, not one of us, shot a path when we were out last week. Not one. No. The, 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 the question I was raising was probably more relating to... Um, if you... Simon Byrne put a post up on... I didn't get that notification. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> it's all right, Darren. Carry I, don't, on. I didn't... When, what? Two days ago, you put that video out with a Raman, didn't you, Dave? <laughs> I didn't get that notification. I didn't get a Sorry. Notice. Darren, no, we're in the middle of a podcast. Sorry, mate. I contacted YouTube and I said, no, I contacted YouTube and I said, leave these guys out because they irritate me. Hold on a minute. Because you were talking about it. Report coming in. YouTube's just, oh, hold on, hold on. Confirmation. Don't tell me. 454, East 55. I'm on the summit of Oh wow, that's good. What a delivery. What like a, a delivery. Poet. It's like a poet, isn't it? That's lovely. Smooth as a cashmere cod piece. <laughs> sorry, Jamie. Anyway, sorry, sorry, go on, Jamie. No, no, you, you carry this, on. You had no, 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 sorry, no, sorry, sorry, Jay, go on, mate. <laughs> sorry. What, what I've had a couple was... of beers and things are going a bit I'm blurry. Sorry, sorry, clearly. Carry yeah, on, yeah. Mate. I was trying to make a point that the question was more related to whether we whether we're able to rock up see a scene see a composition and take it and it be right rather than just be a snap because you know it's in the wrong place simon Byrne posted an image on facebook this week and he said himself that he just rocked up to this but i think he was in his car he saw this scene there was some color in the sky there was a bit of mist he jumped out of his car he got down he got some foreground interest he balanced the shot everything was right about the shot and he got back in his car and ran off. And it was a cracking shot. Now, it wasn't a phone snap. It wasn't a snap that you'd see generally on, on social media. It was a, a really nicely composed shot and everything worked with it. So my question is, does that come naturally or do you learn how to do those skills? And Gary's obviously answered the question from the beginning anyway. But um, it, you know, I do a lot when I'm out and about and I'm saying that something's just caught my eye or I've just been distracted by something over there. And often you look and, and you see a composition just out of the corner of your eye, and it's and it, it seems as though it's there naturally. But is that experience? Is that because I've walked past so many times and I wouldn't have noticed it, but now the photographer eye kicks in and it, you see it, a composition? It's years of experience. 
that make it become natural. Ah, it's yeah. like you do you do like Manny said you do a full circle. So what you do is you you go off you, you start off by taking a shot that you have no idea why you've taken it and it might work. And then you come back full circle and you take that shot because you know why you're taking it. It's like I've taken the shot you take the shot of the like you said the the pathway with the trees either side oversaturated. When you first take that shot it's because you don't know what you're doing. But when you come back and you come full circle and you take that shot, it's because you want to take that shot. I want it to be oversaturated. I want it to, to be portrait. I want it to be a path. But you know there's other shots there. When you first start, you don't know what else is there. All you know is that shot, because that's the obvious shot. Here's the curveball, though. Taste. So when you're younger, you tend not to like dark chocolate or coffee. Well, I love As a bit get, of Bonville. Yeah. Now you do. Yeah. But as you get older, your tastes change and you like a more subtle, a more deeper tasting, rich, smoother coffee or a chocolate. Oh, the crumbliest, flakiest chocolate. <laughs> nice, James, nice. Thank you. Oh, he's oh, gone, 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 gone for some dark chocolate. Yeah, the thing, the thing is, Darren, when you were stealing a quid out your mum's purse, you didn't go up to the sweet shop and go, can I have a Bourneville, mate? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I it's like that with Do you know what? Right, I'm going to let on there. The only time that I ever, ever stole money from my parents, there was, there was honestly, there was fifty pence. My, 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 my stepdad, bless him, I loved him to bits, burn, and he put all this change on the side, and I, I, I never stole a penny, and there was fifty pence, and I thought he'll never notice that. He, because there was only it was only one he only had was one he a Yorkshireman and, and he needed it for something and he went I know it was here because of honestly I was terrible so the only time yeah and I got I got caught for it but I, I hope you that. bought Bombville with it and on that bombshell <laughs> I think we're going to call it call it a night um, thanks ever so much for watching and listening everybody we really appreciate it um it's been a brilliant one this week, I think. God, we got so much done, and we had, you know, James has finally arrived after the mist has disappeared. But it's, uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. So until next week, um, you know, we'll we'll see you all again very soon. And thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys. Bye bye. See you there.